Okie dokie. All right, here we are, peeps. Doing it on a Wednesday. What is it? It's the afternoon now, isn't it? It's uh, four minutes past 12 o'clock, four minutes past 11 o'clock. It's still the morning up there if you're listening in Queensland. G'day, afternooners. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, however you're listening, we really appreciate you joining us in this very broad house of worship. We're doing it all thanks to SBS Fence, the portable toilet and temporary fence hire in Sydney. Check them out online, sbsfence.com.au. That's right, SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane, SEN 1170 AM. That's Sydney, SEN 1620 AM, back up to the Gold Coast. SEN app anywhere, anytime. Prizes today, of course, the best caller, the best text message, the first to the who am I, we just, <laughs> just got to work. What we know, we can make it $33.33 each. But anyway, we'll probably give the $100 away, all thanks to Tristan and the team at Top Sport. If you want to be a part of the program today, you can. one 300 1170 The text line 0457 736 736. I think I'm right in saying this, Coach K. That is the same text number and open line number that we've had since the start of the program. So there's really no excuse for not having that in your phone if you are listening today. Uh, big show, massive, in fact. Michelle Bishop coming up very shortly. Uh, Kiwis player Nelson Asifa Solomona. Wow. Uh, we'll pull the curtain back on this one a little bit. So we, we recorded Nelson a little bit earlier, and Nelson today has provided the inspiration for our talk topic, and uh, we'll get to that shortly as well. Uh, news editor at MMA Fighting, Damon Martin, we'll chat to him about this Huge fight, Volkanovski up against Makachev. So there's issues for Makachev. So we'll have a chat about that. And Sydney FC start their A-League campaign Saturday night at Allianz Stadium against Melbourne Victory. And we'll have a chat to Corey Holman, the young player making his way in that Sydney FC midfield. So we'll have a chat to him throughout the day as well. But where do we start? Let's start here. Josh Adokar has got himself into a bit of trouble again. Gee, we've talked a lot about Josh Adokar. Too much. For all the wrong reasons. He should be playing for the Kangaroos. Probably would have scored a couple of tries against Samoa. Anyway, that we'll never know. But now he's gone on a podcast, his own Let's Trot podcast, with former player Josh Mansell and was talking about what happened at the Curry knockout. Here's Josh. There's a few situations during the game that um, you know, led to that. And, uh, you know, yeah, I was copping it all game against the, the Wilga boys and, and I'm getting knocked out, put to sleep five, ten minutes into the game. And, uh, yeah, it was a fiery game. Um, yeah. Two two strong teams, two proud uh, communities get, uh, going against each other. And, um, yeah, just it was unfortunate that that incident happened at the end of the game. So incredibly serious the way that the, the Bulldogs, indeed all NRL clubs and the NRL itself, uh, treat HIA injuries. So uh, they're going to put him in for an HIA. So head injury uh, there, admitted to by Josh Adekar. It's two weeks later. So I just don't know how this is going to play out. But it's putting more and more pressure on the Curry knockout uh, and the ability for these players who want to play in it, being able to play in it. So they'll have to look to be properly administered, proper organisation. Uh, it, it's just one of those situations where it's becoming... As much as the clubs really want these players to play in them and as much as the players want to play in them, sometimes you almost got to protect them from themselves, especially when it comes to a contact sport, but in particular when it comes to illegal play, which is the suggestion there with Josh Adokar. So um, the whole the whole economics of the Curry knockout, someone was explaining to me the other day, I, th I think that deserves 
a closer inspection as well. Uh, speaking of economics, Eddie Jones, we talked about him yesterday. So here's the problem. Here's the problem. So Ed's got a contract for five years. Uh, it seems that there's no termination clause if you start taking job offers or talking to other potential employers as well. So that's the concern. Now it comes to light via the Daily Telegraph that back in April over at North Curl Curl, Eddie said, and now we're relying on witnesses, uh, yeah, I've got some decisions to make. I've got to select a team through to the World Cup, and then that's it. I'm moving on. So, and then he went on a podcast back in, when was that? That was the, the next month. So, May, talking about, no, he's only going to be there for the World Cup. So, gee, I don't know whether he got ahead of himself a little there, Ed. He's changed his tune a little bit based on yesterday. I haven't been speaking to anyone, mate. I haven't spoken to Masada Suchida, who is the Japan Rugby Football Union president, not for a long time. Here's the other one that gets me, too. And we played a bit of the press conference yesterday, but... Have you spoken to a third-party act? Because he says, oh, no, I haven't spoken to them, which is, uh, you know, this is this is <laughs> some current NRL coaches. Uh, this is how they play the game. And that is, I have, not, I have not spoken to anyone from that club, which means they've spoken to a representative outside the club or indeed a representative of theirs has spoken to someone inside the club. But anyway... Um, have you spoken to a third party acting for the Japan Rugby Football Union, such as a recruitment firm? Not that I'm aware of. Sorry, Ed. Sorry, Ed. Not that I'm aware of doesn't really cut it with me. So you're actually picking up the phone and having a long conversation with people whom you have no idea who they are? Please, Edward, give us a break on that one. Uh, this is a bit of news that's come through and Coach K's pushed it up towards the top of the day's agenda. Charity Shield no longer being played out there at Mudgee. First time in seven years. Headed back to Sydney. Here's the exciting thing, Dragons fans. It's going to be played at Wind Jubilee Stadium at Cogra or Wollongong's Wind Stadium. So it's going to be a home game for the Dragons. Never been played there before. So Wind Jubilee Stadium. Uh, and we all know that uh, Shane Flanagan has been pushing to get back to and reconnect with the ties that come with uh, St George Dragons. So that, so that, that's good news, Dragons. Do you want the bad news? The bad news is that Junior Amon, Talatau Amon, and his father have been found guilty over a hammer attack on a tradie at Warrawong last year. Both face time behind bars, but remain on bail until sentencing takes place in December. So. You start talking about what's going well and what's going poorly for Shane Flanagan at the Dragon. This is a disaster. So Talatau Amo'u would be the starting number six, you would have to say, is now question mark whether he'll be available to start the season. So Benny Hunt must be in the Australian camp going, oh, no, not again. Actually, I think he's having a couple of days off. The, the players have... Um, Maybe it opens up an opportunity for Kyle Flanagan at the Dragons there. Let us know your thoughts on that one. But Junior Amon, found guilty, sentencing in December. Football overnight, that's the Soccer Ashes. So the first win in five internationals, 2-0 defeat of New Zealand in London. Mitch Duke and Jackson Irvine scored the goals. Here's Coach Graham Arnold post-match. You know, we've got such a great culture and mateship and brotherhood in that in the Socceroos camp that... Uh, you know, it's always uh, great for them that, uh, you know, the young ones fit in. I thought Alessandro tonight, he looked like he'd already played 30, 40 caps. He was so calm and that. But I went over, 
You know, I went and watched him play at Palmer against Sam Dory the other week, and what you saw tonight is what you see at club level. He's uh, very mature. Uh, you know, for a 20-year-old, uh, he's a very mature player. So that is Graham Arnold after the match. Was that horses going on in the back? Was that the song? That is. Dear, oh dear, they play it everywhere. Anyway, uh, well done winning the soccer. It's a good story around the soccer. Ashes lost in a suburban garage since 1954. Finally rediscovered earlier this year. So that is incredible. Socceroos have defeated New Zealand in that one. Cricket World Cup. What about this? The Netherlands have defeated South Africa by 38 runs. So it's an absolute humiliation after the Dutch sent South Africa crashing out of the 20. T20 World Cup, that was in Australia, November last year, chasing 246 off 43 overs. Uh, Scott Edwards, 78, not out. So this, I tell you what, they can find some serious head noise when it comes to the pointy end of the sea uh, of a tournament in cricket, can South Africa. They're not like that with their rugby team, but they can snatch defeat from the jaws of victory, can't they? Uh, so there you go, the Netherlands having a win there against South Africa. So it gives hope for all cricketing minnows like Australia. Um, A-League starts on this weekend. We'll speak to Corey Holman from Sydney FC a little bit later on in the program. I'd love to get football fans' thoughts on this one. Danny Townsend says it has listened to the quote-unquote strong sentiments of the – I'll tell you what, if there's any fan base that can do strong sentiments – it's the footballing fan base here in Australia. As a result of the, the previous deal, they were going to have the next three grand finals in Sydney, $12 million three-year deal, so $4 million a year. Uh, and they said, oh, no, well, actually, we'll just revert to uh, previous. Uh, that is the highest place uh, team in the grand final will host the grand final. So that's what it's going to be from 23-24. So that's from this year. So here's the other thing. They're going to introduce a Unite round. And that will be in New South Wales. So that is such a good outcome for football. It never seemed right for the team that qualified first for the grand final, given their model, that they shouldn't host the grand final. But also, as an Australian professional league, you have to go to the biggest check. So how do you find how do you find an outcome there? I reckon Destination New South Wales said, well, you're going to have to give us back some of that money. But they've worked out Unite Round. Um, and that's a and play that in Sydney. Good idea, good, good idea to do that one. So, um, and when you think about it, Melbourne City up against Central Coast Mariners last year, they had to go to Combank Stadium. It wasn't full. Um, it was a great night. I was there, but you would have to say uh, they would have got very nervous if it was Perth versus Adelaide at Sydney. So. Um, they've avoided that, and I think they've pulled the right rein there. Uh, we'll speak to Damon Martin from At MMA Fighting, but uh, it looks like Islam Makachev is struggling to make weight. This is pretty uh, common when it gets to the 155-pound lightweight limit. Uh, so he's taking on Alexander Volk. This has just got Volk upset written all over it, all over it. Top sport, let's have a look, the pricing. Volkanovski, three twenty-five. Islam Makachev, a dollar thirty-three. I don't know. Call me old-fashioned. I know the wolf. The wolf doesn't like getting in this overpriced Australian outsiders or favourites. But I'm telling you, this has got upset. Eleven days' notice. Eleven days' notice for Volkanovski. So we will we will speak to Damon about that one. And then this grabbed my attention today too. Peter Peters, 
the veteran journalist, aka Zorba, has hit out at Queensland television and radio personality Peter Basaltis, saying that he's a buffoon and a brown nose. Oh, this is on the back of the you couldn't make it up. This is on the back of the no singing issue issue um, with the anthems. Um, he said it on a rival radio station's weekend breakfast show. I've got no idea what's going on with that. But anyway, uh, they endorsed the comments of Peters by former Manly and Kangaroos captain Max Krillich. It was written by, it was written by, go on, go on. You've got a couple of guesses to work out who wrote it. That's right. Well done. Dean Bulldog Ritchie was the man who wrote the article. But this is what Peter Peters said of Peter Pasoltis. Never heard of him. Never met him. Don't know who he is. <laughs> oh, He's his little tadpole pond in Brisbane, along with the rest of the cane toads in Queensland. I stand by Brenton Speed being the most talented caller at nine. Sydney is the city that counts in media. The Saltus is obviously looking to improve his profile. It's water off a duck's back. So very interested to listen to the response that will be coming out of Queensland on this one. And did I see Will Swanton in today's Daily Telegraph talking about Adam Zampa and Andrew McDonald not singing the national anthem in the Cricket World Cup? No, Will. No, surely not. Anyway, anyway, you know what they say, Will? You lie with bulldogs, you catch fleas. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 01 1170 the text line 0457-736-736. We pre-recorded Nelson Nats for Solomona. You'll hear him after 1 o'clock. But on the back of the chat, here is our talk topic for today. What you see is not what you get. Incredible chat from Nelson. Great insight. Uh, really, really lovely chat. But that's not what you anticipate when you think about Nelson as of a Solomona. So you got to tell me, did you meet someone and did they change their opinion of them? What you see is not what you get. I'll give you one. I'll give you another. Uh, a triple-barreled. New Zealander. Jared Waria Hargreaves is not what it seems. He is the most lovely, charismatic, thoughtful bloke. And if you watched him on the footy field beforehand, before knowing him, you'd think, what a loose unit this bloke is. So there you go. What you see is not what you get. $100 cash up for grabs. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 The text line 457 736 736. All right, off and running. Let's go to a break. After that, we're back with Michelle Bishop. Stick around.